Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies, a weekly podcast following four friends as they battle across a homebrewed world called Interiath in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Step into our mystical world called Antiriath and follow our party of three dummies as they adventure across the lands. Talit Grug, half-orc, half-mystery, the fighter, played by Taylor. Body Knot Greenleaf, the halfling rogue with a penchant for taking things that don't belong to him, played by Josh, and the ever-mysterious Eclarian Shadow, half-elf ranger from the Eclarian Mountains, played by Seth. And last but not least, the creator of our beautiful world, the man of many voices, and our dungeon master, Sam. Hello, Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies listeners, and welcome back to the show. We are truly feeling the love, the support, the listens, the ratings, the reviews are all off the charts, more than we could have ever expected. So thank you so much. If you haven't yet, please check us out on Instagram at dndndummies. Hey, just wanted to give a quick peek behind the curtain. So Sam, our Dungeon Master, has written this story that you're listening to. And he's broken it into books. So this is book one of our Unstable Evolution campaign that you're listening to. And we are approaching the grand finale of book one, which is very, very exciting. Um, This has been a great journey that we have gone on together. I I personally, this is Taylor speaking, I've been listening back through the episode starting at episode one. And it is amazing how much better we are as players. The audio is night and day better. So if you are someone who has listened to this point, Um, and you struggled through those first six, seven, eight episodes, thank you again. Um, It truly means the world to us that anybody cares enough to join us on this journey. We are having an absolute blast. We are not slowing down. We have something very special planned after the finale of book one is released. Um, Maybe a one-shot, wink, wink, and maybe with some very special guests from another show that we love. If you listen to the very end of this episode, you might find a hint on who will be joining us. So we are very excited to um, put something very special together for you guys. Could I say the word very anymore? But that is simply how excited we are. So um, thank you again. And let's get into it. On last week's episode, the party finally arrives at the Old Moon Tower. After a tremendous journey spanning multiple days from Billiotok through the Copperstone Mountains up the hill, we fought a giant crab, we fought another group of poachers, and we finally fought a freaking wyvern. We arrive at the tower. We're greeted at the base of the tower by an old familiar face, the psychic squirrel from one of our earlier episodes, the squirrel that we released from a cage inside the poacher's camp that we first found in the side of the mountain. As we walk into the tower, the first floor is covered in foliage and vines. Giant carnivorous plants attack us, 
Two of them attempt to devour Shadow and Talik. They defeat the plants, and that is where we catch up with our party in the first floor of the Old Moon Tower. Alright, so yeah, first floor is already proving a, a little less than friendly. There wasn't tea and crumpets out. Yeah, this guy's kind of an asshole for wanting us to join his little party. Yeah, yeah what kind of fucking host is this druid anyways? He invited us here. I've got some things to say to that druid. I'm going to poke my way around over here. I'm look, kind of looking at these barrels and stuff that I can see. Sure, yeah, so you're poking around, and looks like most of this stuff has been in here for, like, a very, very long time. Uh, it's all overgrown. There's, you know, storage barrels and stuff, and, you know, pop the top off of one of them, and it was probably grain at some point, but at this point, it's just kind of stale dust. It's been here so long, it doesn't even have anything growing in it or anything. It's just ancient. I suggest we risk a short rest yeah let's do it over here by these barrels and stuff well yeah. these barrels don't have any ale in them but I'll still patch myself up here if that's okay with you guys yeah that plant did a number on me I think it left a hole in my damn armor <laughs> so you guys are patching yourself up maybe doing a little tailoring yep alright we'll do a short rest here guys take a take an hour or so uh roll however many hit die you want to get healed up a smidge and the hour goes by and you hear just a kind of clomping around upstairs like a and then it'll won't hear anything for you know 10 minutes and then you'll just hear like a sounds like something incredibly heavy uh, banging on the the floor above you. Oh, the druid is much bigger than I remember, guys. Yeah, I'm afraid that's not a druid. Thanks, Sam Squanch. Shadow goes ahead and throws out a fuzzball. Okay. Pikachu. Oh, what is that? Oh, is it a, new, a giant new boar? <laughs> Woo pig! Giant Woo boar. Pig. Okay, let me see here. So, how big is a giant boar? Like, what's its size category? I, I don't know. I gotta find it. Okay. And I guess it's at least large. I'm going up to it while he does that. I'm like, oh, look at this little guy. He just kind of like snorts at you, kind of sniffs at you, and just slobbers snot all over you. Ah. Uh. Actually, I'm gonna call. You, I'm gonna call you Snot. Snot. He, oh, he snot. Don't like name it. <laughs> Why it's not? It's a large. It's a large beast. Okay, so he's about yay big, and he's kind of rummaging around in the plants, looking for something to eat. Starts eating while on one of these carcasses. I'm gonna grab it and try and like put it in a headlock. I'm like wrestling it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he'll fight you back. Make me an athletics check. <laughs> Seth, make me an athletics check for the boar. Okay. 23. <laughs> 13. 
<laughs> Talok's got this thing in a headlock. He's just like, he's like fighting you back. Attaboy, snots. All right. Where are we going? Uh, the board just kind of turns around and looks at Shadow. Shadow scooches the board. Are we going to look at these other rooms? Yeah, I'm going to walk into this other room, like over here behind the stairs while you're... So that room on the north side uh, looks pretty empty, and you see a uh, trap door that appears to be just cracked open a little bit. Okay, I'm going to approach it. Okay. I'd like to investigate it, maybe see if I can pull it open. Um, Sure, yeah. So you reach down and go to lift this thing up, and it opens up, and you're looking down in there... And there's just an incredibly dark, what's it called, basement. Down below, there's a ladder that leads down into it. A little wooden ladder just leaned up against the thing. Uh, boys, I found something over here. I'd like to cast um, the bright light with my long sword of pallid light and poke it down into the hole. Okay, what's the range on that? And uh, Bright light for 10 feet and dim light for another 10 feet. So 20 feet dim light. So, yeah, it lights up down to the ground, but over in uh, the kind of east corner, even the dim light doesn't seem to be able to reach into that area very well. Guys, I found a ladder. I'm going down it, and I'm going to start slowly going down the ladder. Oh, shit. Okay. I've got 60 feet of dark vision, so can I see the area that I couldn't see before? Yeah, so even once you get down in here, and you've got 60 feet of dark vision, so like I said, you can look across to the opposite side of this room. So seeing over into the south and the west, and you're over in the north corner, the quadrant of this place... All of those spaces you can see into with your dark vision. It looks like more storage down here. Uh, but this east side, you just you can't see into it all. It is just pitch blackness, complete darkness. Even your dark vision doesn't peer through. And where the pallid light pushes up against it, it doesn't seem to light that room either. Guys, come down here. We got some fuckery afoot. What rarity is the longsword pallet light? Very rare. Very rare. Very rare. Okay, so actually, the dim light does push into this light a little ways. So you can see into this just a little bit. The dim light seems to be overcoming whatever darkness this is. And you can see just the very tip front of what appears to be a snout, perhaps? And as you take a step forward, you see two glowing eyes. And up next to it moves this long, spindly limb with a bunch of tiny needles on the end of it. And I'm going to need you to make initiative as this thing stands up and takes a step towards you. Oh, shit. Guys, guys, get down here. Get down here. Oh, like, what the fuck are you doing down there? I fucked up. <laughs> uh, 17 initiative. Okay, I'm gonna grab a brewski. Oh, I'm going to do the same. 
I got an 11. What's your initiative, body? 22 again. Ooh, nice. Can, can I shove that boar down that hole? Um... Can a large creature squeeze through a vertical five-foot hole? My thing is, you could probably shove him down, but how would he get out? He disappears at dawn anyway. <laughs> the fuck out. <laughs> or, no, don't do that to Snots. Okay, I'll leave Snots up here, I guess. I'll add him to the initiative if you want me to. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. I shoved him down that hole. Shut the hog down the hole. Okay, so it is Body Knock's turn, and so he just hollered from down below that he's <laughs> he messed up. Well, fuck it, I'm gonna jump down. All right. Uh, I don't know what this thing is, Body. I'm scared. Do something. Can I shoot it? Um, <laughs> you can. You want to jump in? Let me see where you're going to be at. So you can see just the very front of this thing. And yeah, it's about 25 feet away. It appears to be kind of like phasing in and out of existence. So I can't shoot it, probably. You you think it's going to be a tough shot. It's in, it's half in darkness. It's phasing in and out. So it's going to be, you're going to have disadvantage on the roll. Okay, let's try it. Fuck it. A uh, fifteen. A fifteen with your disadvantage. Yep. Um, that'll hit. Okay. Fucking uh, a four. Oh no. But yeah, you see your arrow shoot into this uh, darkness, and you're pretty sure you hear a little. <laughs> I'm gonna use my bonus action to hide from this thing real quick. Okay, so you're gonna just like try to hide over behind the stairs. Make me a make me a roll. Uh, and I'm, at the same time, I'm also gonna yell at a shadow and say, "Hey, buddy, uh, you did fuck up. We need you." <laughs> oh boy, that's gonna be a twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay, so you you stealth away. Ninja vanish. Ninja vanish. Alright. And then it is going to be Tolik's turn. Okay, I'm going to take my action to pull out my shield because I'm scared of what I can see and what I can't see. <laughs> so I've got a long sword of pallid light and the shield and I've got the long sword of pallid light still casting bright light, so I'm going to actually try and like inch my way probably stupidly into this blackness just a little bit so as bit. you walk into the blackness the long sword of pallid light seems to be pushing it away and you can see almost like a smooth orb around yourself of this darkness being pushed back even by the the dim light portion of it so you know 10 feet out is bright light and then tw- 20 feet out is dim light so in that dim light as you push forward you see the full size of this thing looks like a great panther but it's got six legs and these long tentacles like i said with little needles on the end except this guy uh appears to only have a tentacle coming out of one side and a quick look on the other side and you see that he's just 
missing a tentacle it's cut off maybe six inches from the from his body he's just salivating and growling at you ready to pounce oh fuck uh shadow <laughs> I'll end my turn and I've just got my shield kind of in front of myself bracing myself okay you use your action to pull it out alright so he is going to pounce try to leap upon you so the darkness seems to be centered on him as he leaps forward you get engulfed in the well not engulfed in the darkness but your longsword pushes it all away oh you pull out your shield that's an 18 to hit but you had pulled out your shield oh so glad I did that so he just glances off the shield so and he tries to bite it and then he's gonna whip out and try to hit you with his good tentacle and that's a natural 20 oh holy shit yeah okay so he's going to do oh man I hear a lot of dice rattling yeah so it's going to be 19 damage oh my as he whops you upside the head with this uh thing and it kind of slashes into your face Uh. a little bit and rocks your world with just the force that it hits you with and uh that but that's his turn shadow comes down comes over and shoves the boar down the hole we're not not to take an (laughs) action but tells the boar to scurry down the hole okay and shadow comes down the hole so it's gonna take basically the boar's whole movement well you know his movement without his dash action to get down the hole okay so shadows down here and can't see shit Talik, why is it light dark and what's happening? Yeah, you can you can see the long sort of piled light. So Talik is standing here in front of this thing, and there's just this sickly glow emitting out from the longsword, and you can see this creature standing inside of it, and there's darkness all in the rest of this little area back here, and kind of trying to lick around the outsides. You can see it's trying to fight in on the light that the longsword is putting out. So, Shadow is going to take an object interaction and plop the drip, drift globe out and speak the command word for daylight, the daylight spell to enact in 60 feet area around us. Okay. What is the rarity on the drift globe? It is uncommon. So, it lights everything up, but it does not seem to be able to overcome the dark blackness coming out of this creature like the longsword is able to do. Okay. But I can see the creature in the... In the longsword's light. In the longsword's light. Okay. Yeah, and it's in bright light right now, so it's not even obscured or anything. Okay. So I'm going to take a bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on this creature, which, which lets me, like, track its position. Is this a beast as far as Drakeman is concerned? Make me a nature or an arcana check. See what you know about these things. Nat 20. Okay. So you've heard of a displacer beast before, and it is most certainly not a beast, as its name would imply. It is a monstrosity, a 
creature of chaos and vile evil magic. Oh no. So it's not a beast. <laughs> it is not a beast. <laughs> okay. Shadow's gonna whip a an arrow at this not a beast. Eleven. That is going to be a miss. And a nineteen. At the end of his turn, he started shimmering again. So even though he's in the light, it's like he's in two places at once. He's like shimmering back and forth. So I actually need you to make it with disadvantage. Oh, so just roll it again? Yeah, just roll it one more time. And we'll take whatever's lower. Uh, this one's a 20, so. Okay, so 19. Okay, so 19 will hit. It'll be a 13 damage. Okay. And that'll be the end of Shadow's turn. Yeah. Is the board 20 feet away? Y'all are in between it. So to move through y'all spaces, I, I don't, if it could move through y'all space, it'd be difficult terrain. Okay, so the boar has 40 feet of movement. So he's going to move over here. Okay. And then charge. A, to prepare for a charge. Yeah. Well, he he moved the difficult terrain upstairs plus climbing down. I was saying he used all of his regular movement just to get down the stairs. Oh, on his turn? Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Okay. He can use the dash action to move again, though. Yeah, but that takes his action, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're going to do that to get him end. over here, get him ready yeah, to charge? So that'll be the end of his turn, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye, not back to you. I'm going to shoot another arrow. I'm, I'm obvious. I guess I'm still disadvantaged because this dude's craziness. No, so it seems like when uh, Shadow's arrow stuck in him, it caused him to wince a little bit and he became much more steady and easy to see. Okay. So for the for the moment, you do not have disadvantage. So is somebody within five feet of him right now, actually? Yeah, yeah. Talik and him are squared off. Cool. So let's go ahead and take a shot at this cat daddy. Uh, that's 21 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, initial short bow damage is seven. Then so I do get the sneak attack because he's five feet. Plus eight, so fifteen total. Nice. And then I will try to hide again. <laughs> okay. Oh, quick question. With the Nat twenty on the check. Yeah, what yeah, what do you want to know about him? I'll tell you whatever you want to know about him. Did Shadow does is does Shadow know if he has a weakness? something that he would obviously start yelling out to his homies yeah so so i'll tell you what you know so first off you know that this shadow aura you are quite certain is not a normal part of a displacer beast uh you're not sure what's going on here but it's not the norm for Ooh. him to have this aura of darkness around him the shimmery displacementness, though you are aware that that is a normal displacer beast ability and that if you're able to injure him that he can't keep focused on it and it'll go away for a little bit mechanically till the end of his next turn you're also pretty sure that he's because of that he's incredibly hard to hit with spells and stuff as well that require a saving throw okay 
Awesome. All right. All right, so you got a 28 for your save. Oh, I should have given you advantage on the attack. All right, Malik. All right, so I've got my shield in front of me, and I've got the long sword of held light, and I'm, I'm thinking, okay, there's definitely something to this light and the darkness and all this. So I just kind of look at it and take a swing at him from right to left, see if I can hit Do I have, is it a regular roll? Yep, for now it is. Okay. 26 to hit. Ooh! There you go. Six damage. I'm going to swing it again. Okay. So, 18 to hit. That'll hit. And eight damage. You guys keep shooting this thing. I'm going to stay close to it. And it will respond by trying to end the one that's close to it. Bite attack. Mm, That's definitely a miss. And tentacle. Ooh, tentacle's going to be a hit. That's a 23 to hit. Damn. All right. So many dice shaking. (laughs) Uh, That'll be 11 damage. Damn. As he smacks you again with this tentacle. Fuck. I'm just let out a groan like, oh. All right, Shadow, your turn. Shadow's eyeballing Talik trying to figure out how bad he's hurting from this thing. Okay, Shadow is going to yeet some more arrows that direction. So back to disadvantage because it was the end of his turn. At the end of his turn, he goes back to being shimmery. If you can get Uh, one of these, help your buddies out again. Oh, Oh, there you go. 14. 14 will hit. 14 will hit. All right. Yeah. So that'll be... Ugh. 13 damage. You're so used to just bonkers numbers. I know. 13 damage, and then... That's good damage, honestly. Gonna go ahead and jump my happy butt over here by the board to give it some words of wisdom. Okay. The boar is going to charge. That will be... Oh my fucking god. (laughs) The boar is going to charge and miss. Oh, tragic. That's the end of its turn. Okay. (laughs) Uh... Knock, you are hidden. I remembered. All right, so is he, he's back in his little phase shifting, though, right? Um, Seth hit him, right? Yeah. Oh, so okay. Shadow hit him, so nope, he his cool. his phase shifting so seems to stopped again. Well, for future reference, if he is on my turn, is That's it just true. regular? Yes, it will be just regular. Okay. And it doesn't matter how many advantages or disadvantages there are. If there's at least one advantage and one disadvantage, it's a regular roll. That's going to be 22 to hit. All right, that'll hit. Ooh, 11, so 19 total. Oof. All right, this guy is hurting, Talik. I know it's boring gameplay, but I'm going to reroll my stealth. Hell yeah. I think it's great. I love it. Uh, And I might not have hit it that time, 12. While he does seem distracted by the creatures right in front of him, he definitely takes a glance over and you lock eyes for a moment. Okay. He sees you. And then Talik, it's your turn. This guy's this guy's really hurting. 
I'm gonna take another swing at him. All right. Twenty-six to hit. That'll definitely hit. I do nine regular damage and three necrotic damage. Okay. How do you want to finish off this displacer beast? Yes. Hell yeah! I want to slice. I want to hack the needle tentacle first, since it kept <laughs> hack fucking his other up. one off. Hack it off. And then I want to stab him right in the throat. Right. Oh, right up the throat. Oh, man. And this displacer beast is dead. And as soon as he dies, the shadow that was emanating from him fades away, except for one small pocket right back here in the corner behind where he was there's still like a little five foot shadow emanation coming out from back there all right i'm gonna go straight at it and see if i can investigate it yeah yeah so you reach your down to it and you pull up a small stone that is emanating a little darkness aura and it's very similar to the other stones that you have found so far mm. in this adventure. Uh, this one's called a shadow stone. If you want to add it to your thing, oh, we have got the sunstone and a shadow stone. I'm gonna pick it up and uh, toss it over the shadow. Yeah. So basically, you can look it up, but the when Warner held. Some of the other stones, you know how they grant resistance to certain damages. This one uh, grants advantage on stealth checks involving sight as long as the stone has charges in it. And then it's got some charges that you can use to touch it to up to five creatures, granting advantage to stealth checks for all those creatures for an hour. Or you can expend three charges to make a sphere very similar to the sphere that he had. Very interesting. Okay. So I kind of look at this thing and toss it back to Shadow. Be like, here, yeah. man, hold on to this. And oh. so as you as you move that darkness out of the way, uh, you look back down and you see the glint of a battle axe. This very dark, oh. it's like a, a blue steel one-handed battle axe. You go to pick it up and it's got some heft to it because it is an adamantine battle axe. Adamantine? Yeah, adamantine. <laughs> the way you said that. Adamantine. <laughs> adamantine. So yeah, it's an adamantine battle axe, and uh, you can grab that in D&D Beyond. Basically, it's just a different material. Um, it's not inherently magical, but it's adamantine is a... It's like the opposite of mithril, right? It's a, it's just incredibly, it's like the hardest metal forged by man or dwarf or elf. And uh, it's got some special properties, uh, mostly to do with it's really good for destroying like objects because it's so hard. Yeah. So I'm going to, would I know everything, the description, would I know this stuff? Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't see any reason you wouldn't. Oh, guys, I've seen this before. This is out of Mantine. 
this would be handy if we need to bust down a door or something. It looks like um, this stuff's pretty damn hard, and I pump uh, it. And then I'm going to pull out the bag of holding and drop it in the bag of holding. Okay. Like, I'm going to hold on to this. All right. Fill that bore in the bag of holding while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how big is the opening for a bag of holding? Actually, I am going to do that. I, I think it's only like two feet. I walk over to the bore and I I grab the bag and I try and like stretch it and I am going to put him in it. Hold on. It's roughly two feet in diameter at the mouth. So he, he can't squeeze in. It's just too small. I thought it was like magical. Like it. So, so oh, inside it has inside. A, a volume of 64 cubic feet. So like one of you guys could crawl in, but like just imagine a two foot diameter opening. Y'all could crawl through that. Well, but this giant boar can't crawl through that. All things considered, I still tried. <laughs> you get like I'm his like, head in, and it. he's just like, rrr, rrr, but you can't hear it because it's in an extra dimensional space. <laughs> like, God damn it, not quit wiggling. <laughs> get your ass in here so we can get up these stairs. I told you not to name him. And I, I just look down at Snots. I take the bag off of him, and I start walking over towards the ladder, and just a single tear falls down my cheek. I'm just happy that he's gonna survive until he disappears. <laughs> no. So no. he goes over and starts rooting over some stuff, knocks over a, a a barrel, and starts just eating whatever nonsense is stored down here. <laughs> is there anything else down here worth investigating? Um, y'all can go ahead and make me an investigation check. See what you find. Verified. Eleven. Not twenty. Let's go. 25. 25. Let's go. 25. Jesus. I love how you crushed his nat 20. Yeah, my nat 20 was a 19. Let the record show. (laughs) Um, So you guys are rummaging around and Talik, you're like, yep, checked everywhere. Absolutely nothing else of value down here. (laughs) And then uh, Body Knock, you find a uh, scroll tucked away over find the uh one of these boxes won't you make me a arcana check see what kind of scroll it is uh 14 yeah so you know that this is a scroll of darkness cool ooh la la okay I'm gonna kind of look over to the other guys and be like Hey, before I climb this ladder, I gotta patch myself back up. And do you mind if I just do another short rest on here? That's a, that's up to your teammates. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm gonna take another short rest. That thing fucked me up, boys. Yeah, that was wicked. I'm just surprised y'all hadn't reacted to the fact that I caught on fire up there. Well, with everything going on, that. that that's somewhere on the list of weird shit we're dealing with, show. Well, I figure it's probably time to tell you that I have entered into agreement with an old friend known as the Arch Fay. And uh apparently she's giving me some surprises. Uh yeah, I'd say catching on fire uh ranks up there with list of crazy surprises. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me. What, uh, what'd you have to give up for that deal? Oh, I don't know. 
All right, let's find this druid. I need to have a word with that druid. All right, so I pat myself up, roll a couple of uh, hit die, and I'm ready really to go Really good hit dice. I know, I got a 10 and an 8 on two D10s. How long does the longsword pallet light stay lit? Oh, I can just return it to a normal glow, which I would do as we go up the stairs. Okay. Yeah, so it's just got that dim five-foot glow now. Yep. Five-foot of dim light. It's kind of sickly white light now. Okay. So you guys come up here. You did some patching up. Yep. And Shadow is heading up the stairs. He's got okay. some words to have with that druid. <laughs> All right. Y'all going up with him? Yeah, I'll follow him. All right. Body. Yeah, yeah. I'll follow, follow too. <laughs> yeah. So you guys come up the stairs and you see the source of the sound that you were hearing earlier. Oh, God. As there's <laughs> two bulls, normal sized bulls, except instead of being made out of flesh and bone, they appear to be made out of solid metal. What the fuck? They're eating fucking metal spike balls. They're literally eating... Yeah, they've got their mouths in buckets, and one of them kind of lifts up its head and turns to look at you as you're coming up the stairs, and he's just, like, got a mouthful of nails, and it's just spilling nails out of his mouth as he chews on them like they're hay. Oh. Oh, And as he does so, he sees you, and it's almost like little... His eyes, like, do a little glint as they're just solid metal eyes. They do a little glint, and then he lowers his horns and lets out a deep bellow and goes... Pause at the ground, and we'll roll initiative next time. Oh my gosh. That's a tight fucking quarter for two metal bulls. I'm going back down the stairs. Bulls on parade. Alright, well, you want to roll them next time? Or you want to roll them Yeah, yeah we'll roll initiative next time, and y'all can well, fight some metal bulls. That was metal. epic. Hell yeah. Alright, guys, that was great. Good night, Bellers. Good night. I think that'll work out well for next time. To be continued on the next episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies. Find out what happens to our party next week. Machines and mysteries. We join our crew of orcs, nerds, showmen, and robots to find what they're all looking for. Answers! Are robots alive? Where's my sister? Does mac and cheese have healing properties? Fighting beasts and pirates? We follow their journey, but look out! Death is on the horizon, as this world shows no mercy. Join us to see who lives and who dies on death by a thousand crits, where what's dead stays dead. A sibling revelry entertainment production.